Welcome to Conversations with Mark and Deborah Griffo, a marriage and family podcast dedicated to building strong families. And now your hosts, Mark and Deborah. Welcome to our latest episode of Conversations with Mark and Deborah. And I am joined here by my lovely wife, Deborah Griffo of 40 years. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> so glad you're tuned in to this episode. And we are going to be tuned in to what the Lord has to say to us. I'm yes, so we are. very excited. I am too. You know, today we're going to be talking about a very important building block of building a strong family. We want to strengthen our families the best we can. And here in America, I think we need strong families. Amen. Yeah. We do. And it's possible. We want to give you that hope today. It is so possible. So listen in. Yeah. So listen carefully. Invite your friends. You know, get online and tell people to listen to this thing. And we're going to just see what God does. You know, today's topic is super, super important. And we want to give you just another building block of building and strengthening your family. And that topic is spending time together. That's so important that we do this. You know, every person excels in their highest capacity only when they have a strong family base at home. And you know, Deborah, down through the years, this is what we've tried to do. We've tried to build a super strong family base, because that is the very foundation of what we stand on today. It is. And you know, if our children are going to reach their full potential when they're outside of the home, whether they're at school or just playing with their friends in the neighborhood, when they know that they have that strength of a foundation in their family, they're going to excel so much greater and go so much further because there's a strong foundation in their family unit. Yes, indeed. And you know what? I found a quote this week. It's so good. It's from studyfind.org. And it says in a survey that was done in 2018 uh, of American families, the average family spends 37 minutes per weekday together. That's it. 37 minutes. I couldn't believe it when I read that. Versus three hours a day on social media, and get this, Deborah, 30 to 40 hours a week of television in the home. Can you believe that? I just can't believe it. You know, so this is why we're talking about the importance of time. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 and 2 says this, For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. And this is what I feel is so important today for there is a time and a season for everything. And for the family, it is the season to spend time together because that's going to be the cohesiveness. That's going to be the glue. That's going to be the thing that holds it together. And you know, it takes quality time as well as quantity time to have a super strong family. And this is what we want to talk about today. And you know, there's a cliche that says it's the quality time and not the quantity that matters, but really Quality time and quantity time both are very important to build your strong it family. Is. And because, you know, kids, they don't always have their problems and their struggles on your quality time. Mm, that's <laughs> so know? good. I mean, wow. we, we set aside time, and I remember you and I raising our kids, and we would set aside a family day. 
you know, it was going to be a quality time day, which is good. I agree with that. We should do those things. But there were times when it was like a Saturday morning. We wanted to get out and get to our quality time. And the kids were like, oh, we just want to stay home or we just want to play with our friends today in the neighborhood. So your design or your idea of a quality time isn't always going to be maybe what's the whole family's wanting to do. And so quality time can't always be planned. It can't always be put on your calendar. It's good to uh, aspire to that, but sometimes quality time just happens. Maybe Mm -hmm. when you're in the car and you're having a conversation and all of a sudden it turns into this amazing topic about a subject and you're just able to just go back and forth. It's a quality moment that just happen. It's so spontaneous. And I love those spontaneous moments of quality time. Like you said, it can happen any place, anytime. I think I want to talk about some ways, maybe five ways that help us establish time priorities with our family. And if you're listening today, I want you to get out some paper and a pen, and I want you to write these things down because I believe, we believe together, that if you take a hold of these things, you're going to develop such a strong foundation to stand on when it comes to spending quality time with your family. It's so good. And you know, there's a beautiful, beautiful uh, portion of scripture in 1 John 3, 16, and it talks about how we which should be willing to lay down our lives for one another. Well, what are our lives consistent of? Time. Mm-hmm. And so when we, it says in um, 316 of 1 John, because of this great love that Jesus has given to us through his sacrifice, we should be willing to lay down our lives for one another. And that, you know, you learn that as soon as you're a parent, you are laying down your life. You're getting up in the morning. (laughs) You're getting up in the middle of the night. You're laying down your life. You're sacrificing, you're sacrificing, you're sacrificing. But you know, it never stops. God calls us to this life of sacrifice, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, to our family, to our spouse, to our children, laying down our lives, laying down our lives, (laughs) sacrificing, spending time, spending time, spending time. You know, when that first child is born, you think it's going to be so wonderful, and it is so amazing, and you know, you have it all planned out how it's going to happen, but all of a sudden, everything changes, and you find yourself literally spending 24 hours a day, seven days a week with that child. And we have to remember that you're nurturing, you're establishing such a beautiful communication between mom and dad and child. And it takes that self-sacrificing, letting go of everything and giving it your all. It's so funny. There's the parallel scripture in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Right there, Jesus gave everything he had, his very own he gave And so 1 John 3.16 and John 3.16, they go together in spending our lives for the sake of our kids. So good, for the sake of others. And one of the the ways that we can help establish time priorities, if you want to take some notes, is first of all, spend meaningful and significant events together. And I know that's a no-brainer. I mean, we want to be there for birthdays. We want to be there for their ball games, for, um, you know, their drama, their theater, their school recitals, their music recitals, those important things in life. We need to be there. Parents, schedule your lives around the significant events, put them on your calendar, remind yourself, alert yourself mm-hmm. for those times when it's something special for your husband and your wife. You are there 
No questions asked. And you know, if you've got a job where you're gone and you're in the military, you're gone for six, three months at a time, or you've got a busy travel, mm-hmm. travel job, um, you know, your kids understand. But how beautiful is it when you are home and you can be there? Or maybe you're traveling and you check out of your work a day early so you can be there for your daughter's yeah. ballet recital. You know, I ran across a statistic about that, Deborah, and it says that the average amount of time spent with children is 37 seconds per day. That's it. With the babies. With, with the, the babies. one-year-olds yeah. and two-year-olds. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, come on. We need to spend a whole lot more time than this, and we got to give it our all. So those meaningful and significant events are very important. Number two, I think it's important that we do one-on-one attention with our spouses and with our children. You know, teens... Our kids need fathers today, and if there's anything that's super important, it is a generation that's being raised up where fathers understand their responsibility with their kids. You know, the image of men for girls especially helps them relate in relationship, you know, to God because the father really does represent God, and if there's a bad image of a father, those kids are going to have a bad image of who our Heavenly Father is. And you can't replace one-on-one time. It's our responsibility. And so let's give that one-on-one attention to our kids. And, you know, take a walk with them, go for a drive with them, take them out to their favorite restaurant, get into their hearts, get into their spirits, see what their heart is saying, even on a smaller scale. I remember I took my little grandson, Noah, He's only two years old, but I took him to a grocery store and I said, hey, Noah, let's go on a papa date. And you know what? I took him to the store and we bought a Hot Wheel. He thought that was the greatest thing in the world. And it was just that little one-on-one time. And he remembers that like, hey, what papa buy you on our date? He goes, a Hot Wheel. And he came back home and he played with it like for the next like three or four days. So one-on-one time. Is very, very important. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And there's so many ways to substitute our our personal lives. You know, we can give them an iPad or we can put them in front of the television, but nothing can substitute the time Mm, they spend with you face to face. Just remember that. Just be there. You know, put that on your, you know, your homepage. Be there. Be there for your children Mm. while they're growing up. Wow, that's good. It's such a it seems like a long season, but it's really not. Our children are all, you know, now they're out of the home, our last one leaving this year. And I'm so glad I was able, you were able, Mark, to be there mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. And of course, we continue to be there. But so important, nothing replaces you, yeah. mom and dad. Yeah. Nothing replaces you. So be jealous for that time with your children. I have to tell you something. This is really neat. I saw a cartoon one time. It was a pastor who had his feet propped up on the desk. His arms were folded. And, you know, he was sitting there and he was on the phone. And he was saying, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. So-and-so. I really don't have this on my schedule today because I have two very, very important other schedules and events to take care of. And sitting on his desk was his two children. And I'll never forget that visual. You know, and he said, I have to spend one-on-one time with those kids. And when we pour our life into our kids, the payoff is incredible. It is. There's nothing more precious than time. Yeah, so good. With mom and dad, time. And with our spouses as well. Time together. Time. Love 
is spelt (laughs) T-I-M-E. The family fun time would be the third way. I believe that we can establish times, time priorities. And just to, these are things you need, we need to schedule on our calendars or they will not happen. I know right now with our family, we're already scheduling uh, things for the summer to do together, our beach days, uh, you know, our park days, things we want to do, and we've got to get them on the calendar or they're just not going to happen. So whether it's projects your family wants to do together, movie nights, mm-hmm. vacations, yeah, Aren't family it? fun time, kids just, <laughs> oh, they love that scheduled event that they can look forward to. It's on the calendar yeah. and they just, day by day, they get more and more excited for this time that the family is going to spend time together. I heard a saying once that said, if you don't plan your calendar, your calendar will plan you. So we have to have these scheduled family fun times, those projects, those movies, those Friday nights, those special times. That's so important. That's so good. We did that with all of our kids. That's so good, honey. And if you haven't done that, just begin now. And um, even no matter how old your children are, if they're all out of the house, still plan those fun times together. Um, And you alluded to the fourth way that we can establish these time priorities with the kids' dates. Yeah, kids' dates are so important. And this is different than one-on-one time attention. You know, kids' dates, they so look forward to children's dates or dad dates. You know, the smallest thing to the largest thing. I remember with all of our kids, all four of them, and they're all adults now, but when they were children, I scheduled a date day with dad. And we would go to a special place, a special restaurant. We'd go to, you know, a family fun center. Together, you and I, Deborah, would do things, and they were just so important. You'd go on dates with the girls. I'd go on dates with the boys. I'd go on dates with the girls. You would go on dates with the boys. I mean, we scheduled things together and separately, and those kids really remembered that. And it's during those times that you can have special conversations with them. You know, it's just time to communicate and talk. You know, take a walk. Do something where you can get into their life and talk, because they will always, always remember that. So I think kids' dates are very, very important you know, go get them their favorite ice cream at Chick-fil-A or go to McDonald's and get the favorite hamburger or in and out or, you know, or go to those special places, but do it on a one-to-one. Mom and dad do it together with a child, get babysitters for the other kids. Just spend that one-on-one time. You know, this is what Jesus did for us. He spent one-on-one time with us and he continues to do so. We have those devotions in the morning. We have those times together with him and he gets into our heart. We get into his heart and there is a connection that's made during that time. So kids' dates are very, very important. Number five is also super important, Deborah. Well, family traditions are the, I think that's the glue that will hold your family together throughout the decades, throughout the generations. There's nothing established more to children of who they are than the lasting traditions that have happened in their home. They're like anchors mm-hmm. in your home. They're beautiful. They're sacred. And so do them. Find those traditions for your family and keep them up every year. There's certain things your family should do that anchor, that hold your family together. What you know, it helps with their identity. It it puts it puts the fingerprint on who your family is with those family traditions, you know, just a few that we did was um, Sunday, every morning, 
we'd go to church. Yes. Every day we would pray at bedtime. Remember what we did after church on Sunday nights? It was so much fun. We would get in the car after church, and we would drive to McDonald's and get the 39-cent hamburgers. Kids, you can get as many as you want. They still remember that today, the times we went to McDonald's after church. Oh, yeah, that was a fun tradition. (laughs) That lasted, I think, like five years, and they (laughs) they loved it back then. Um, Friday night party, we'd have after school. You know, school was done that week. We'd have a Friday night party. We'd just have some pizza and all the kids would share something. Mm-hmm. They would sing a song or they'd read part of a book they were reading. You know, they would do something. We'd give each one their individual time to share with the family. And then we would clap for them at the end. And then we just maybe watch a family movie. But we did it every Friday night. Yeah. It was just on the calendar. Um, you know, Christmas traditions that we do every single year. So you have so I know that those of you listening have some beautiful traditions. I want to encourage you to continue them. Even when you think they're silly or the kids are disinterested, keep them up because that anchors your kids to what home is, where home is, and it will continue to be with them throughout their life. And they will even probably establish some of those same traditions. Well, they will. Our kids are doing the same things we did with them, with their kids. And they tell us about them. They spend time on Friday nights and (laughs) they do all that. So those traditions, I'm reminded of the scripture. I think it's in 2 Thessalonians 2.15. It says, so then, brothers, stand firm and hold to the traditions that you were taught by us. It's like traditions are very, very important. And honey, you've done such a good job helping lay those traditions down. I know I've laid traditions down, you know, golf day with dad and different things like that. It's been (laughs) so much fun. I've missed some, unfortunately. In fact, it was so funny. Um, Just a few weeks ago, I put golf day with dad on the calendar and Mark was saying, dad, do you realize what last Thursday was? I go, (laughs) no. And he goes, you missed golf day with dad. I go, oh, shoot. I didn't mean to do that. Like, I forgot. Um, You know, they just, they mean a lot of things to our kids. Yeah, they're important. And you know, those of you listening, I know life is so hectic. That's the number one reason why parents say they can't find time with their kids is hectic. And I do, I understand work schedules are crazy. But I believe as you just give your day over to the Lord every day. Just take it day by day. Just say, God, here's here's my day. And I thank mm-hmm. you that you're going to help me carve out quality, beautiful time with my kids and with my spouse. Amen. I thank you that you're going to help me to be able to plan down the future for time that we can have together. And watch what he does with your schedule. You know, he he will bless your intentions, and your cry for you, for your family to experience more of this. God really does bless our intentions. He blesses our hearts, and he blesses when we put the family first. You know, there was a survey done with 1,500 children, and they asked him a question, Deborah, and here's the question. What is the one thing that makes a happy family? Do you know what their response was? Most of them doing things together. Oh, that's so beautiful. Doing things together. (laughs) And it's so true. Doing things together builds a strong family. It really does. All of these things build strong families. And this is our hope. This is our prayer for you today, that in everything you do, you have the heart to build 
strong foundations and to build a strong family and to build a a legacy so that when you're gone and God takes you to heaven, that those kids can look back and say, oh, I remember what mom and dad did. I remember the things they established in our hearts. It's like Joshua 24, 15. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And we serve our kids. Our kids then serve us. Together we serve God. And great things happen as a result. Mm, I want to pray for you today if you're listening. And I want you to agree with us that God will just help you carve out that time and carve out those moments where you will have times of remembrance that your kids will have. And they'll be able to reflect back and just say, wow, this was so good. This was so effective in my life. Let's pray together, Deborah, and just ask the Lord to help us. So agree with me. If you're listening today, just take a moment. If you're driving the car, just pull to the side, stop, and let's agree together in prayer. If you're working out or you're taking a walk, just, you know, close your eyes for a moment. Stop what you're doing and let's pray together. Um, Lord Jesus, we come before you today and we thank you that you love us, God. You gave your very self for us. Lord, you gave yourself unconditionally. And Lord Jesus, today, I pray for every husband, every wife, every son, daughter, grandchild that's listening to this podcast today. I pray in Jesus' name you will help them establish the time factor in their relationships with each other. Lord, I pray you would help them substantiate these times, God, in the quality times that will make a difference. Lord, give them the eye to see ahead. Lord, let them see how important time is with each other. Lord, establish that with husbands and wives. Let them take time for one another. Establish it with children, Lord, with moms and dads and dads and moms with children. And Lord, let there be this cohesiveness that comes into every family and every situation. Deborah and I pray together and agree with our listeners today that you will move on their hearts and Lord, you will help them build strong families in Jesus' name. Yes, thank you, Father, for this. You know, I as we're praying, I just really want to encourage you and just speak a word over you that the Lord is going to continue to give you wisdom. And I ask, Father, that as people are asking you for wisdom for their families, that, Lord, if there's anything that is stealing their time, mm. that you would make it so evident and so aware, mm-hmm. they would be so aware of it, Lord, that they can begin to cancel out and to stop the time wasters, the things that are stealing their time. Father, I thank you that you have given every person on this earth a measure of time. Mm -hmm. And every day we have 24 hours. And I thank you that you're going to give every one of us wisdom to deal with our time. Lord, even in the hecticness, Lord, when it seems things are spinning around us, Lord, I thank you that you're going to bring order and you're going to just give all that we need, Lord, to establish this beautiful time together as a family, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you are doing this. You're giving them wisdom. And Lord, I ask also that as parents are giving and sacrificing of themselves in their workplace and to their families, that there would be just a supernatural refreshing 
that would come upon them every day. You would fill them up. Holy Spirit, come. Fill yes, them, whether it's um, on their commute, come. whether it's in their morning time with you Thank or you, in Jesus. the shower, wherever. Father, we ask that you would just come and refresh them and fill them anew with strength to accomplish the beautiful season that you have them in mm -hmm. and let it be filled with joy and give them fresh energy, Lord. And we thank you, God, that your hand is upon their families and you're strengthening their families. And in the name of Jesus, we just proclaim strength over every family and that mm -hmm. you are building them to be solid families, Father, that will impact communities, impact business arenas, impact the educational sphere, impact nations, Lord. We thank you. There's a high call on every family that's listening. Yes, so we Jesus. just bless them in the name of Jesus. Yes, Deborah, as you're praying, I just see in the spirit that there is someone listening that has this condemnation coming upon them saying, you know, I haven't spent all this time with my kids and how am I ever going to make this happen? I just break that condemnation off right now. The Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And instead of taking condemnation on to yourself right now, just let confidence arise and say, I can do this. I can start right now. Amen. Don't look back. Amen. Look from here ahead and see what God wants to do. I also see a couple that just needs refreshed, and you've been so tired, and you've been so worn out, and you're working two jobs, and you're just here, and you're saying, oh, how am I ever going to find this time? I see you as a couple, husband and wife, standing under a waterfall of God's love, becoming refreshed. Even right now, I just see the Holy Spirit pouring forth upon you renewal and refreshment and restoration for what is ahead for you. And I know God has great and mighty things for you. So be encouraged today, couple, that God's going to take you higher and take you further in Jesus' name than you've ever gone before. Deborah? Amen. Amen. That's so good. Yeah. So we just encourage you, each and every one of you, just to be there for one another. Thank you for allowing us to share with you today. It's been our honor to be able to pour into you some strength and encouragement as you are building a strong family. Thanks so much for joining us today. We want you to subscribe to our podcasts. The announcer at the end will tell you exactly how you can do that. May God bless you. Remember, you can build a strong family. This podcast has been produced by the loving contributions of our partners and friends. If you desire to know more about Stronger Together Ministries, please visit the website at www.strongertogetherministries.org. It's our desire to bless you and encourage you to have a strong family. If you care to invite Mark and Deborah to your church or ministry, please contact them at contact at strongertogetherministries.org. We are stronger together as we are building strong families. God bless you.